اعوذ باللہ من الشیطان اللہین الرجیم بسم اللہ الرحمن الرحیم و بہین السعین و صلی اللہ علی سیدنا محمد و احل بیتہ تیبین الطاہرین اللہم صلی علی محمد و علی محمد و عجل فرجہم This is the sixth chapter of this book Where is my doctor The title of the chapter is What is the face of your soul As the cart pulled through the village, the screams of a desperate woman seeking help echoed in the air, but in vain. Not because the people of the village were heartless, but, but because it was the abandoned section of the village. The cart pulled in front of a broken cottage. The woman with much struggle alighted the cart and went into the cottage, and after much struggle and pain, finally delivered. However, to her much surprise, there were quadrupulates. She knew it was more than one baby, but she never thought they would be four. As time passed, the kids grew. Each had a unique characteristic in them. One of them was a smart analytical kid who would evaluate all information rationally and arrive at a proven conclusion. His decision-making were well calculated and universally accepted. The other one was a daydreamer. He would dream of dragons, castles, flying mountains, magic potions, fairies and magic wands, super beings with superpowers, so on and so forth. His decisions were based on fantasy, with no rationale in it, and would not appeal to common sense. Apparently, no one would approach him for guidance and advice. However, he had a way with words. He would so beautifully present his thoughts and ideas that it would keep people involved take them away from the reality of their lives. People would sit and listen to him for hours and hours, such that they would forget that they are hungry or that they have a shop or family to attend to. Sometimes they would, go, they would get so involved in the stories that they began to believe that the story is their real life, while their true actual life is a hurdle in living their fantasy life. Another one of them was extremely greedy. He had this undying desire to get, get as much as he can, of whatever he can. He had no limitation to his wants. He wanted more of food, more of clothes, more of land, more of money, more of power, more of everything. If he could, he would have had more of more too. And the last one of them was unique in his own way. He could not understand or rationally think. However, he believed that all problems can be solved by the fist. He would probably hit first and talk later. If someone would wish him a good morning, I guess he would punch him back and say, yeah, now it's a good morning for me. Maybe I should put it in simple words that the last one was no brains and all might kind of a person. Years passed and now they are fully grown up. They set out in search of work to earn a living. While passing through a country, they come to know that the king is seeking a wazir to help him rule efficiently. Each of them bearing a unique ability decided to give it a try. The first one to approach the king was the all might and no brains. He said, My lord, I will make the best wazir for you, for your kingdom is vast and rich. And such a kingdom deserves to be protected. I will design the defense systems system for you that is impenetrable. No one would dare to approach your land. No one will ever dream of invading your kingdom. Not only that, but I would make strict laws for homeland security, ensuring that there is no internal threat to your position or kingdom. 
My Lord, any head that rises will be immediately put down. Any hand that points will be immediately cut down. Any voice raised will be immediately suffocated. You will rule powerfully and peacefully for years to come. Though his ideas were appealing, however, the king felt a certain discomfort due to his hostile approach. The king was looking for a better option. Next, the greedy one approached the king and said, My king, I will make the best vizier for you. While your kingdom is vast and rich, yet there are lands to be conquered. There are riches to be gained. The royal treasures can, be, can become the grand treasure that has no comparison. We would march our armies into our neighboring countries. We will invade the faraway lands. We will get the riches from across the world. The king needs a new queen and I know exactly where you will find one. My king, you are too lenient with your people. We should increase the taxes and build mansions and castles with extra revenue. You would be the king like no other and I will be the wazir like no other. Then came the daydreamer and said, My lord, look no further, for your needs will be fulfilled by this humble servant who humbles himself in your lofty presence. My lord, if I be your wazir, your kingdom would be spoken of for thousands of years to come. History will record your kingdom as a kingdom of magnanimity, the boundaries of which would spread from the east to the west. The sun would never set in your kingdom. It would be the land of dreams and opportunities. People from far and near would come to your kingdom to achieve their dreams. Your palace will overflow with mastery, fine arts, gold and jewels. People would bow to your greatness and graciousness. People would swear upon your royalty and honesty. Poets would praise your lands as the heavens on the earth and your esteemed self as, esteemed self as a god. Look no further, my lord. It is time to fulfill your dreams and the dreams of your people. The king was highly impressed with him and highly inclined to appoint him as his wazir. However, he also wanted to give a fair chance to the smart one. While the smart one started his argument, the other two asked the daydreamer, How are you going to achieve all that you said? He replied, With the help of you two. The way, that way, not only I get to be the wazir, but you get to be my partners. The smart one started off, Oh great king, let's be practical here. Your kingdom needs a wazir, not an ordinary one, but the one who can understand the needs of the kingdom. The king and the people who can analyze the situation at hand and provide an appropriate and rational solution. While it's true that a king needs to maintain his treasury to respond to any contingencies or an emergency, however, this does not mean that the king is at the liberty to harass and oppress his own people by taxing them, he taxing them heavily. My lord, there is nothing better than peace. Hence, while expanding the country could be one option, the other option can be to maintain peace with the neighboring countries. That way, the internal economy would grow and it would lead to international trade as well. War by itself costs money. Over and above, it destroys the moral morale of the citizens and hampers the economy dramatically. And he went on to explain with his rational approach why the king should or should not take certain decisions. The king was highly impressed and had arrived at the conclusion of, of appointing the smart one as the wazir when the daydreamer interrupted and said, My lord, why don't you ponder over this matter and declare your results tomorrow? Then he turned to the other two and said, Come what may, my brothers, the smart one should not become the wazir, for he may not leave any post for us in this kingdom. Hence began the enmity of Aql, Aql Shahwat, Ghazab and Waham. That is, the enmity of intellect, greed, anger and fantasy. These are the four faculties 
that exist in human beings. By now, you must have understood that who among, among the four is Aql, Shahwat, Ghazab and Waham. The soul is like the king of the body. The body obeys the commands of the soul. However, the question is, who is the advisor of the soul? Is it Shahwat, the greedy one? Or Ghazab, the almighty, all might and no brains one? Waham, the daydreamer? Or Aql, the smart one? Whoever it is, the soul acts according to it and commands the body to act in accordance with it. If the wazir is Shahwat, Ghazab or Waham, then the state of the soul is that of Amara which seeks to fulfill the animalistic desires and does not care for the others. Another great challenge here is that if any of the three take the post of wazir, they would ensure that Akle is annulled and would not allow it to play any role at all. However, if the wazir is Akle, that is intellect, then Shahwat, Ghazab and Waham, that is greed, anger and fantasy, takes the directions from it, takes the directions from Akle and obeys it instead of ruling it and this is the most correct way, that Aql should direct and not be directed. When Aql takes over from any of the other three, the soul moves into a new state called Lawama. And after a long rule of Aql, the soul moves into the final state called Mutmainna, which is being content or at peace. In Holy Quran, in Surah Fajr, we hear the verse, verse number 27 and 28, which says, O soul at peace, return to your Lord, pleased and pleasing. Clearly, if the Waham takes over the soul, it would keep you busy in your dreams and fantasies. And if the Greek takes over the soul, then we get busy in life trying to earn money, more money, get a bigger house, get a better position, work for a better company, drive a more luxurious car, so on and so forth. And if Ghazab takes over the soul, then we are arrogant, hasty and brute in our decisions without being considerate towards others. However, the more challenging question is, what happens when Akl takes over the soul? Our great scholars have discussed this in detail. When one of the faculties takes over, they become the primary decision maker and summon other faculties at their service. Hence, if Vahm is the wazir, then Ghazab, Shahwat and Akl all have to play to its tune. And the same goes with the other faculties. If one of them becomes wazir, others have to play its tune play to its tunes. However, let me emphasize again, Vaham, Ghazab and Shahwat are always in concurrence with each other. They agree with each other and they work together, while Aql is always at loggerheads and at war with them. If Aql becomes the wazir, it summons the other faculties to serve it. When Aql calls for service, it restricts their extremism and maintains their performance at a balance or optimum level. If Ghazab is out of balance, then either it is an outrage or it's timidity. And if, and if it is well balanced, then it is courage. Hence, it's the Aql that maintains the balance of all the faculties. It's the Aql that deserves to act as wazir to our soul. If Aql takes the thro throne, then Ghazab is mediated at courage. Shahwat is mediated at chastity. Waham is mediated at justice. And Aql attains wisdom. S in Holy Quran, chapter 64, verse 16, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, So be wary of Allah as much as you can and listen and obey and spend in the way of Allah that is better for yourself. Those who are saved from their own greed, it is they who are the felicitious. 
This brings our discussion to the end. This is the second last chapter of this book, Where is My Doctor? Inshallah, tomorrow we would send the final chapter of this book uh, called Where is My Doctor? And after Mahe Muharram, that is after the 12th of Mahe Muharram, we would start a new book called In Search of Infinity. The details of the book is given in the poster attached. Until the next chapter, Iltema Se Dua, Khuda Hafiz.